is the Better Life, Better Work Show, and I'm your host, Allison Crow. I'm an intuitive life and business coach here to help you create better life and better work. I help super successful people, you know, the recovering overachievers, put the soul back in their lives, and I help soulful people create success. On this show, topics range from the mystic to the logistic, and our content will support your being and your doing while on your path to create better life and better work. More is not better. Better is better. Hey, hey, this is Allison Crow. This is episode number 148 of the Better Life, Better Work show, and I have a special sweet treat for you all today. Today is a peek into a private one-on-one coaching session with my longtime client, Joelle Collins-Bohart. Joelle and I met many years ago back in the real estate days. She was a client back then for, you know, learning how to be a productivity coach. But she has been a member of Soli's um, for a very long time, since the very early days. And she is also a member of my Spark and Hustle and Flow Women's Circle. And she's long told me that I can share anything about her coaching, um, anything that's said in her sessions. And after this session we did today, when it was done, I asked her if I could share it on the podcast because it was such a perfect example of a lot of the work that many of my clients are doing, not only in Spark and Unhustle and Flow, but also in Solis. And... So I'm super excited to share this with you. Joelle and I have had many conversations about the relationship she's had with her mom and the way she grew up. And when I first met Joelle, you'll hear us reference the Talbots woman. But when I first met Joelle in real estate, she was really putting on this perfectionist wardrobe, look right, be right, do right persona that wasn't the authentic Joelle. And so very early on in our coaching, she was like, let go of the Talbots lady. And she let her hair go wild and curly and started wearing really colorful clothes. And it's just been beautiful to watch her journey. She, I think the last three years was one of the top 10 in her company globally, uh, she's been in real estate for 25, 30 years. I don't remember the exact number. She's also a certified Koya teacher. And she left, she and her husband moved last month, this month, moved from California to Texas. They sold their home and they moved across the country to create a new life in Texas. And Joelle is at a new space in her life. She hasn't decided if she's going to pick up real estate here or if she's going to completely reinvent herself. And right now she is giving herself permission to explore and to create and to just be. But she's also moved her mother to Texas with her. And so as you can imagine, um, a move across country, a new city, doing all the things you have to do, they're building a house. And so for the next six or seven months, they're living in a rental house that's fully furnished. And so all these outer stimulations are causing some turbulence. And so we pick up today with some very sweet parts work with Joelle. 
where we are not only acknowledging the inner child in her. And just just to give you a little bit more context, she had shared in our group program this week a, a picture she saw, a video she saw of a family member. And she was like, this little girl looks just like me, just like I did. And every time I see this video, I think of me. And her mother was near her when she was watching the video. And the mother made a derogatory, just harsh comment that reminded Joelle of when she was little. And of course, we were all celebrating this little girl that looked just like Joelle did. And so there's a little bit of the background context as we come into this conversation with Joelle and helping her to get back to self-trust and self-leadership and soothing the parts of her that are feeling tender and frustrated and protective. It's an honor to share this episode with you. Thank you. There she is. Hold on, let me connect my hand. Oh, there, it already connected. Hi, thank you for your grace yesterday. I just felt like shit. I feel fine in the mornings and in the afternoons. My lungs just get real crumbly and I get tired. So, and Does I had a couple feel seconds. congested. Um, my guess is that I have some kind of mild upper respiratory infection. It's starting to move into my sinuses. Mm. so last week it was in my chest i took a COVID test when i got home and it was still negative yeah so and i used to have this stuff all the time it's just moving slower into my sinuses than it mm. does so mm-hmm. i found a doctor but i haven't called them to go to it and <laughs> i took one step yesterday and got logged into my insurance and found somebody close by and we'll see we'll see <laughs> I keep hoping it will clear up on its own. Right, exactly. So, my dear, you are in the midst of whirlwind. Let's take a breath and connect our energies. Ah, just this time is for you. Taking a moment just to allow your feet to be on the ground. I'm held. Remembering that everything is working for you, even when it fucking sucks. It's okay for it to be both. Taking a scan of your body and just noticing what needs some loving attention. Trusting your intuition. Another deep breath, and when you're ready, come into the room. What needs a little love and support today? Well, when you said it, I immediately thought my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, That little girl has just, I don't want to use the word haunted, but she's been around me since I saw the video mm-hmm. into like it, shaker she, or yeah, let her go or she, you know, you she just know. keeps coming up on my consciousness. Yeah. Oh, you've frozen. <laughs> I have frozen. You've frozen too. Can you hear me? Hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Is it me that's frozen? Uh-huh. No. 
Oh, my internet. There you are. Yeah. It says your internet's red. How funny. There, there I am. So um, check in with her. Instead of like waiting for her to go away, notice that she's around and she's asking for your attention. Yeah. Introduce yourself. Yeah. She's just like, remember me, remember me. Yeah. yeah. So tell her you do remember. Yeah. What does she want you to know? Why has she been trying to get your attention? It's very much a um, <laughs> it's very I'm giggling because, you know, if not now, when would have been the, a better time to do it? And um, uh, it's more of a reconnection to her mm-hmm. that she wants, right? Of course. Yeah. Um, I think you have the angel deck cards. Mm-hmm. I, I pulled the card today and it was inner child. Oh, of course. Of course, right? <laughs> of course it would be. <laughs> and um, I love all these very direct and clear messages from the universe. Yeah. I mean, like you have literally the people at the airport going like this to you. Right. Right, right, without a doubt. Um, and uh, there's this funny, I was talking to Bo about it, and he's like, I don't think you should be feeling sad about her, it's more of a re it feel it's it feels to me like more of a reconnection to her, right? And I said, Yeah. I don't feel, I do feel sad. I feel sad for what happened to her. Well, there's a part of you that feels sad. Right, right. There's a part of me. That's right. That's not self-energy and it's not bad energy, but that's the thing is not only is the little girl have some burdens, but the part that feels sad is carrying some burdens too. And she is also worthy of your love and intention. Yeah, that mama part of me is yeah. so, so sad for what happened to her. Right. And um, what, what I feel good about is that this isn't devastating. Right. Like my world is not falling apart. Like in my check-in last week, it was very much like, it doesn't feel like I can't get out of bed. It's just a low grade fever. Right. It's just. But what what compels you to go to what you feel good about? Like, why can't you just feel your low grade fever? (sighs) Right. Because I've spent so much of my time ignoring the sadness because no one would listen you pay me a lot of money and my heart i mean i was just sitting here right so i've got all this part of me that's paying attention i have this one part of me that's going 
I love having these conversations where my clients sit and really listen in. Like it's so valuable. And so I just, I just noticed lovingly the part of you that wants to put glitter on it and say, here's what's societally acceptable. And I need you to know that in this room, you don't have to put glitter on anything, even a low grade sadness. In fact, that's the value that I want to remind you is that this is the one place where all parts are welcome so that they can heal, so that you can go back out into society where it might not be as comfortable. And so let's notice real quick, just notice these three parts, right? And I'm really loving these distinctions because we have one is the inner child and she's clearly asking for attention. But then we got what you called mama part and she's just sad that that little girl it's such a mean mom. And then you have this part that's like, oh, better make, better find the positive, better find the gold in the shit. And so I want you to scan those three and ask which one. Well, let me ask you before we ask which one, how do you feel about the mama part that's sad? How do you feel towards her? Um, I feel her helplessness. Mm -hmm. okay so you're 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 kind of blended with her so i just want you to notice her and notice where she is is she in your body or is she willing to like be next to you yeah she can be next to me yeah and so now that she's next to you how do you feel towards her um um just notice her. She's helpless. She's sad. I'm inspired by her. I'm so proud of her protective nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just see if you can tap into compassion. Just a little bit of self-energy where it's just loving what is. It's open heart towards her. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. And just ask her to give you some space. We're going to check back in with her in a minute. And now come to this part that needs to make everything positive. And notice, is she blended with you or can you, can you feel a little space from her? She feels very blended. Yeah, perfect. So just ask very. her to... Ask her directly, please unblend. Or you're important. You're not going anywhere. I'd like to speak for you, but I don't want you speaking through me. She reminds me of Carrie's perfectionist, right? Oh, yeah. Like, and Carrie, if I get away from you, yeah. how am I going to be doing my job? Yeah. Right. And so right? just let her know you're not, you're not, she's not going to lose her job. She's welcome. You just want her to be next to you, not through you. Yeah. Okay. Right. And that you're actually here to listen. I I love to speak for, not through. Yeah. Right. It's a really good distinction. Mm -hmm. And so knowing that she really doesn't want to let go, what's one thing she wants us to know? Like if you could speak for her, not through her. She wants us to know what in this moment. 
that um, she works so hard at making everything pretty because it's really ugly underneath. Mm. Yeah, and just let her know how much you appreciate that effort. Yeah. And that you're actually beginning to notice what she calls ugly and just let her know that even if you don't trust me, I want you to know I'm starting to send loving energy to that, those parts, that underworld. And thank her for her direction. Her direction has actually helped you see what's in the underworld. Yeah. And so how does she respond when you just give her some acknowledgement? She's patient. Yeah. Of course she is. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And now check in with the inner child. The little singing, dancing, curly-headed, happy girl. What does she want you to know? Her joy is just off the charts, infectious. Mm -hmm. Um, Like we're happy. Um, And We've been hidden away for a long time. Yeah. And so I'm getting kind of um, a a little, I'm just going to lay this on the table. You tell me what feels true. It's like this little girl is inner and joyful and it's the protectors. I mean, she still wants some attention and awareness, but the protectors kind of are, are blocking from, you know, they'll tell you you're doing it wrong or you shouldn't feel sad or right. Those things. And so I'm getting that we actually, obviously the little girl is welcome, but that we might need to spend some time with this mama part or this part that makes everything pretty. And so when you check into those two, mm-hmm. which one is, is ready to talk to you now is willing and just pick one. Yeah. Uh, the mom is coming forward really soon. Yeah, yeah, perfect. And so just thank her for her sadness and for her helplessness. And how do you feel towards her? Grateful. Yeah. And so I want you to ask her, how old does she think you are? Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting a bunch of ages, like six and eighteen and twenty and yeah, start with like, the youngest one. Yeah, six. Yeah, perfect. I want you just to let her know how old you are, and let her know that you actually have a grown son, or a little bit of that loving relationship, the closeness. Hmm. Let her 
know about your recent move and the cash sitting in the bank and the mm-hmm. house being built and mm-hmm. let her know that your mom is living with you, but that they're, you're really boundary. I'm like, she's still not nice, but I'm okay. Yeah. And I protect my little girl from her. Like I took over and I parent my little girl now. You don't do it really well, she said. Yeah. Ask her, what could I do better? You could remove her. Tell her you're contemplating that. Yeah. That has not, obviously that has crossed your mind and that would be the easy way out, which is neither good nor bad. Mm -hmm. And it just is right now. But tell her, remind her how much you've changed inside. (laughs) Show her the Talbots lady. Yeah. And that like being willing to let go of the Talbots lady and get Koya certified and even your cute little shirt right now and your curly wild hair and just show her how much you have actually taken ownership and motherhood, right? Like you've mothered yourself and you've let go a lot of those things, even with mom around. Yeah. And so really like let her know that your mom being there, yeah, it's a little bit of a, a weight, but really it's neutral because you're doing the inner work. Because you want you and your little girl to be free and joyful, no matter what circumstance you're in, whether you're alone or whether you're in prison with a million mothers who are cunty. (laughs) What did she say about that? I can't believe there's that many. Yeah, and, and and she can see us, you know, having our own little space and mm-hmm. our own private little quiet time and or playtime rather. And yeah. yeah, okay. And what's this part's biggest concern? This protective, sad mama part. That, um, um, she carries a lot of guilt. She carries a lot of guilt. Um, for not protecting better, but also she wants to mother my mother. Mm-hmm. And she wants to make her better and she can't. And so she struggles with that. Yeah. That's a heavy burden. It's hard to make somebody loved that doesn't want to receive the love. Yeah. Yeah. Let her her know that you want to receive the love. That you need her mothering guidance for how to mother your own whole system. 
Like mm-hmm. first she wants to be the chief mother energy in your entire team because you actually want that. Yeah. Even as a grown woman, right? Even at the age you are, you have moments where you need that mother energy and you'd like to be able to call on her to help you with that. What does she say? She just wants to fix everybody. And I, and I just keep telling her, you can't throw pearls before swine. Yeah. Ask her what's important to her about fixing everybody. She just doesn't like unha- the unhappiness. Yeah. She just wants everybody to be happy and What's feel safe afraid? and loved. Yeah. yeah. What's she afraid would happen if, you know, there wasn't total happiness, safety, and love? What emotion does she not want your system to experience? Uh, fear and anger. Mm-hmm. So just acknowledge her. Let her know you hear her. Yeah, it's a really kind of an impossible job. Like, right? Like, sweetie, I love that. But the reality is we're human. Like we talked about yesterday, fear is a part of our, our biological buffer yeah. system. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Ask her what she would need to relax just a little. I don't want her to lose her job, but we also don't want her to have to work so hard at an impossible job. It's like, I just want to give up the job. I really don't want the job. Well, like, right. So let her know how, like, let her know how good you've gotten at being uncomfortable and how good you've got at being in your, like, you have a community of sisters, you have a loving, supportive husband, you have people you can talk to, but you also have gotten really good at being uncomfortable with hard emotions. Mm-hmm. Like, you really have, Joelle. Yeah. Yeah. So let her know, like, I'm not as, you know, it, it's never fun, but I actually know how to do it. That's it. I'm not as I'm not as ill-equipped as I once was. Yeah, you pulled yeah. the stick out of your ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're so equipped. Like let her show her your dance. Like, oh my God, the Koya practice is such a perfect mm-hmm. because it covers the range. Like, mm-hmm. let her know how you know how to dance shadow. And you know how to even dance the the deer and the shaking and the fear and the joy and the happiness. And so as you show, as you play a movie of maybe you in your own private Koya practice, what does she notice? The peace. Yeah. Yeah. The peace and the... um, gentleness of it the safety of it just let her know that's available to her Mm -hmm. and that you can hold 
the fear and the protection, the sadness. And that when she's ready, you'll take over that job and she can let go of that burden. And I'm getting a little intuitive hit to in front of her, gather her tears and put them in a special bottle. And that anybody who's, whether it's you or Bo or the rest of the world that says, don't be sad, it's not that big of a deal. I just want you to let her know that her tears are your treasures. Mm. Her joy is too, but that her tears matter. Mm. Yeah. And that actually her tears helped you get to know her better so that she could shift jobs in your system. Yeah. Yeah. What do you notice? She feels so much lighter. She feels appreciated. She feels appreciated. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you for noticing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. if it feels right, um, offer... Like the little hopohono, I never say that word right, but offer that little prayer to her. Like, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Right. Yeah. 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 Ask her if she feels complete for this moment. She does. Yeah. And so thank her. Like, what a... What a gift. Yeah. What a gift. Yeah. And that came because she refused to be happy because she needed to be sad. The gift is in the sadness, right? It truly, it truly is. I felt so much lighter yesterday after I just shared all of that and said it out loud and you know, I didn't realize how much sadness I'd been trying to hide because it doesn't. Um, <laughs> I was just about to repeat the words. Um, you know, stop crying. It just makes you look ugly and gives you a headache. Looking <laughs> ugly and having a headache, right? Like we've just got to flip the skirt. <laughs> right, right. Ugly tears are beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right, and then eventually we'll quit using that word ugly, but yeah. All right, that's that other part coming in that I need it to be pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's um she takes the words right out of my mother's mouth and just replays them for me. Yeah. And ask her what why she does that, like what's important about that for her. Um, it's definitely about um, staying safe. Mm-hmm. Um, in that the more we can play by the rules, the safer we are. Yeah. And um, 
and uh, we don't. So see if you can unblend. Right. I noticed that. Yeah. Good notice. Good catch. Yeah. So just Um, ask her just to give you just a little space. You still want to be here with her, but just a little space and that you want to continue speaking for her. Right. Just not through her. Um, The more she tries to follow the rules. Uh, the more or or the less she'll get in trouble. And so if she can um, put a positive spin on things and if she can find the good in everything and if she can um, follow the rules, then nobody gets mad, nobody gets angry, nobody gets hurt. Yeah. So just acknowledge her and her impossible job. Yeah. All right. Ask her how old she uh, thinks you are. Seven. Yeah. Oh, sweetie, let me tell you how old I am. (laughs) And I'm, you know, like, I'm so glad you were there for me when I was seven because this literally did help me stay out of the pain of being in trouble and a disappointment to my mom. And show her how safe you are and your beloved and your son and the thousands of clients over the years who trusted you to be you and especially in the last seven years, like wild and free Joelle instead of Talbot's Joelle. Give her some glimpses. Give her some glimpses of the inner work you've done. And she is just like, are you kidding me? Ask her what that means, yeah. Right? Like very incredulous. I mean, I even told her that like it doesn't matter how much you try to be good, it it doesn't matter. Like, you're not going to get the response you want. Um, So just do, you know, we just do what we think is best. And um, ask her what would help her trust that. Like, you realize, it's kind of like saying, be yourself. Well, how do we do that? Right. right, So you're like, just be yourself. And she's like, yeah, how do we do that? So ask her what would help her soothe a little bit and relax just a little bit to build trust with you maybe that's a lot of questions so you pick which one feels right right to tell her like what would help you hold my hand and and learn together that we're actually okay yeah she just um you know she's like prove it to me show me show me right so i'm going through and i'm like see when i did this and see what i did this and and everything worked out and and it's very much like oh okay like you do have some credibility mm-hmm. yeah right yeah 
and remind her how you know how to create emotional safety in your system and in your inner circle of human beings. And that even though your mom lives with you right now, she's not in your inner circle. That's right. She is physically close, but that's it. That's it. And you, your inner emotional circle is safe. Yeah. Um, she gets it. Yeah. What else does she want to say? I'm feeling a real in, in the sense of like staying in curiosity with her instead of trying to teach her or coach her mm-hmm. or how to be, just to ask her what else does she need? What else does, if she wants to continue this experiment, does she want to share more with you? What else does she yeah. want you to know? It's it's more about um, it's more about uh, like I keep seeing you know um, like a fort uh, um, mm-hmm. um, um, like a castle fort. Like uh-huh. the wall, you know, built yeah, around. I saw it too. <laughs> and, um, you know, and, and we all get to stay inside and my mother has to stay outside. And um, I think they're all just very sad mm-hmm. that she has to stay outside, but there isn't anything that we can do about it. Right. You know, it's, yeah. you wanted it's it not our choice for her to stay yeah. outside. Oh, that's good, right? Like you set a boundary. And if yeah. she, yeah, you know, you, you, it's, it's a consequence of behavior. Yes. And yes. you offered her opportunity to build trust and she violated the boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Multiple times, and that's yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, and I, I think that's what they needed to understand was, yeah, this is not arbitrary meanness, like, like she gave you arbitrary meanness, <laughs> right? Right, like you're not being the same way. This one who's trying to be so good, I'm like, well, but that's not a very nice thing to do. Well, unfortunately. But it is a nice thing to do for you and your system. For us. For us, it's a nice it's thing to do. It's the nicest thing to do. And you have been very clear and very kind. And, you know, so maybe um, asking this part, would you like to learn a little bit about what healthy boundaries are? Mm. Right. Before you just start going and telling her, but ask her. Yeah. Right. I know we never had this. Right. But one of the things I'm learning as an adult is this, you might be interested in understanding how it actually helps our goodness. This is why we do it. Right. Yeah. 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 And we do it because we are love, not because we're trying to get love. Right. When we were little, we were like manipulating the situation because we thought it would protect us. Mm hmm. 
But now we know how to be wise and self-loving. And then also reminder who, you know, show her the people in your life that do love and treat you well. And get to be on the inside. Oh my gosh. There's so many. Right? Like even your husband, if you have a, a conflict or something with your husband, show, show her how wise you guys handle it. Yeah. And that there are people in your life when you, when you set a, a clear as kind boundary that go, oh, thank you for letting me know and let me readjust my behavior. Show her a little piece of your heart and how loving and reciprocal that feels. Yeah. Yeah, what happens then? Yeah. Yeah, there's just so many opportunities for her to see it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, she's been practicing something since you were seven. And so you can extend a hand and say, let's practice this together. I'll I'll Mm -hmm. lead you. This is how we do it. Yeah. If you're nervous or concerned, just come say, hey, can we talk? All right. I love these little parts check-ins, like just going what needs attention. And so let her know if you need some attention instead of acting out in my world, just tap on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And just let me know. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll be here for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Take another breath. And just how beautifully these parts have been a part of your world and protecting you and, Helping you navigate. Yeah, they've gotten me this far. Oh my goodness, right? And and caring for any aging parent is difficult. And you're caring a loaded aging parent. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> They're good now. I'd like you to write down both of their names on something. I really want to encourage you to check in with each of them. You don't have to do it both in one day, but, you know, check in with them over the next week. Right. Yeah. Almost like, just like the same way you checked in with me this morning, right? Mm -hmm. I told you I was sick and we made an adjustment and, you know, just, it can be short. It doesn't have to be long, but just say, I want you to know I'm here. Is there anything you want me to know? Right. That builds trust. Yeah. And it, it, well, you know what it does, (laughs) right? Like we don't, we don't, we don't do one and done work. We do relationship with ourselves work. Yeah. And it's soothing. Everybody. It's like a massage. Everybody gets soothed. 
Right. Yeah. But we don't have to wait until we've thrown out our back to get the yeah. massage. Exactly. And so, you know, I know that the rest of the world sells quick fix now, quick fix now, quick fix now. And yet what we're trying to do is we're trying to do the marination so that it's like, this is a silly little analogy, but my, my plants, I can hear my plants lately. <laughs> this sounds weird, but they're actually... They're under the, they're by the window, but there's a vent that goes towards them. And so um, they've gotten big enough where they're hitting the windows. And so I keep hearing that. And so it's funny because I'm like laying on the couch. I thought they were talking what is, to you. What is that? And no, I wish they were, right? They're, if they're saying anything. I was like, oh my God, just, this is going to be fascinating. What are her plants telling her? Well, they do. T- I mean, everything talks to me. Everything <laughs> talks to all of us. And so I make up a story in my mind. And number one, they're saying like we're growing and thriving. And I also intellectually know that, especially with my fiddly fig, yeah. um, because I have been. So this is, okay, here's what they're telling me. Been thinking about things like I learned how to cook, and this plant behind me is one my mom gave me in February, and it's doing really well. And it has a new baby um, lily bud. You can't see it; it's just little I tiny. see a little white one coming up. Yeah, yeah. little tiny coming up, and like I'm not killing plants anymore. Like I'm actually my I have a bougainvillea outside, and I've never been able to keep one. And I, I'm learning like oh, how about instead of just trying to keep one, you actually look up and see what they need. And so I've been doing this with all of my plant babies. I love it. And one of the very first things I learned about my fiddle league and my fiddle league fig is about two years old and she's double the size that she used to be. And she's provided lots of little other babies, right? Like that I've um, propagated. And one of the things about fiddle league figs is because in the wild, they get shaken by weather. And so it's actually really good if you have an indoor fiddly fig to to once or twice a week, go and shake their... To shake them about. See, everything with shaking. I know, right? Even plants need the shaking. And so you shake them and it helps build the strength of their trunk, especially if you want them to be tree-like. And so what's perfect is mine actually get the daily shake from the the air vent and it wiggles them and I see them over there wiggling and (laughs) right. They don't, they don't grow by staying still. Yeah. They grow with these little shakes and it's something that can be learned. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember what made me start talking about plants for you, but you know, we're learning how to wiggle our system regularly. We're learning how to um, garden, right? And yeah, so it's well, just this machine. And so right. much of the world is like, oh, they're, they're instead of treating, they're treating symptoms instead of nurturing and supporting from the inside out. And that's what we're choosing to do. And that's what now we're choosing to do with our, our sweet systems. Yeah new relationship and you're doing an amazing job and your parts are doing an amazing job you know we um we took the time yesterday and went to breakfast we went to um the monument cafe for breakfast and as we were standing there waiting to be seated nobody was really paying attention to us and we're like do we just go sit down we don't really know what to do and then this woman who worked there caught my eye and um 
her hair was pulled back in a very tight ponytail. And for some reason, like we locked eyes and like we knew something, Hmm. right? And she became our waitress. We sat down and the first thing she did was get a cafe mommy. And I went, Mm -hmm. okay, like I know that. Like, I know what that means, right? This woman is obviously Puerto Rican and that's just what you do, right? And she called me mommy. And so I was like, oh, there we go. And I just thought, oh, look at that. You know, on a day when my little girl just wanted somebody to like love her. Yeah. This woman, and this woman lives in a place right outside Georgetown. I want to call it Gilmore or Gil Gilrow or some new place right outside Georgetown. But she's from the Bronx, and we talked a little bit, and we talked about Puerto Rico because Bo was there, and he's been there, and so, and it was so very sweet. And um, when we left, when I left, she gave me a hug and a kiss, and. Um, her name is Betsy, but they call her Betsyda. That's the and and I've heard that name a lot growing mm-hmm. up. And I just thought, wow, how great to just have something so familiar. And it was so soothing to have yesterday, right? Just something. Oh yeah, that felt good, like a warm little blanket, right? Mm-hmm. Just like. Yeah. Endearment. Really, yeah. Like the endearment that that both the little one and the grown up woman needs. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Especially with the cultural. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, like she knew and I knew like that. It was yeah. just a look. It was weird. It was weird. That energy was just connected. Yeah. So take a breath. Um, what feels really soulfully true for you in this moment? that I feel very the feeling is of um, is it comfortable? Compassion, not compassion. not contemplate competent competent mm-hmm. comfortable um, and at peace mm-hmm. and I haven't had that since I got here and it feels very soothing. Yeah. 
Yeah. So imagine carrying this part leading. The other parts are still going to be around, but this part is leading. Yeah. yeah. And imagine moving around all the tasks. And, you know, I know you're in the middle of transition and appointments canceled and figuring out stuff with mom and building house and getting to know a new city. And so imagine yourself for a moment. I just want you to see yourself moving around the city and taking care of things. And it feels very, um, It's like crema. It's very, it's like cream, mm-hmm. cream, soft and silky. And it has, um, you know, before it turns into whipped cream, how it gets thick and mm-hmm. slow, but very mm-hmm. right. Versus like the acidity of orange juice. That's what I keep getting. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's right. It's orange juice versus, you know, and I've been orange juice for three weeks. <laughs> I'm done with it. <laughs> I love that. And what a beautiful way to cultivate your being. Yeah. Right. To just remember that I'm cream. Yeah. Creamy baby. Crema. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's a good anchor. Yeah. 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 And when things feel warm, juicy, just sit down at the table with these sweeties who love you so much. Thank you for sharing your heart. Yeah. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode and want to dive deeper, come check out Soulful Success. It's my online coaching membership community where we dive deep into the practices of being and doing that help you create your unique version of soulful success in the world. It's a special community of small business owners just like you, and it's where I show up and give my clients personal support at an accessible fee. Check it out at www.soulfulsuccess.info. That's S-O-U-L-F-U-L-L. S-U-C-C-E-S-S dot info. Soulfulsuccess.info. As always, thanks for listening. Totally appreciate you thinking about somebody who might really love this episode and you sharing it with them. Also, I always appreciate your reviews. It's like podcast currency. It's like a tip in the jar saying thanks. And finally, if you want to share on social media, a screenshot or any insights you get from listening to this episode, I will totally respond. You can share with the hashtag Better Life, Better Work show. This show is sponsored by my three rescued dogs, Leroy Brown, Clementine and Rocky Potato. They're here to remind you to consider adoption when you get your next pet. More is not better. Better is better. Better.